0: Seems golden bleak, and you just can't take any more. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shine through the dark. It's a hopeless show. With Eric and Roe, it woe. It's a hopeless show. With Eric and Roe, it woe. All right, well, welcome to a very special and important episode of The Hopeless Show because there is hope needed right now. And it's very interesting because the hope that we talked about last week with the last episode has has come true in a very interesting and crazy way. as As you may know, we talk a lot and I talk a lot about the K-pop group, BTS. And I'm a huge fan, even though I don't know their music. And it's true. I really like what they stand for. And I love the messages that they have. And it was very interesting this week, how that, which has been a theme of our show so far, plus predicting what's going to happen in Tulsa with the, um, Trump rally and our predictions and how they were wrong. Uh, All of it collided, though, to this one moment. So what I'm going to do is talk about the BTS army and Tulsa and how these shocking revelations of how our predictions were wrong, but also how they're leading to some real hope needed now and what what we can do about it. But first, let's let's just cover a few other things that, that together we can talk about about some things that happened over the last few days and in the quarantine, like we always do. Because there is, of course, news from the quarantine. News from the quarantine. So one thing that happened during the quarantine this week is Father's Day. Father's Day happened. And my biggest thing to come out of Father's Day that I thought of yeah, as, a, uh, as a, a person who is not a dad but I do have a dad and I love my dad uh, the, but the biggest thing that, that I thought of about Father's Day is if you're a, a man and you're racist based on everything that's going on right now if you're a man and you're racist don't be a father we don't need more of you that's really it you don't need to procreate if you're a racist person So I was thinking of that because I was like, man, we just need less of that and more acceptance. And because in talking to my father, who's been a big influence in in my life, along with my grandfather, who got out of Nazi Germany, escaped the Holocaust and uh, and came here to preach accepting differences and coming together and was against racism and anti-Semitism and all that stuff in a very public way. As is my father, I just thought that's what we need more of in in fathers and people who are raising their their kids. Another thing to come out of the quarantine is is something very cool that has happened with a film from last year that I loved that got totally overlooked. It was my favorite film of the year last year. It was called Just Mercy. It's about a man named Brian Stevenson, who. Took his, he's an African American from Harvard University who got a law degree, went down to Alabama, and started a practice to help wrongly incarcerated men get out of prison. In the, I believe, late 80s He started it and he's still going now And this movie has Michael B. Jordan play Stevenson It also has Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson And Tim Blake Nelson If you don't know the name, you'll see his performance in this I actually think he steals the show in a, in a special way So I really recommend you watching watch that movie And what's great about right now Is because of all that's going on in, in our country And in the world with... Uh, People wanting to stand up against racism, people for the Black Lives Matter movement, people against the the murder of people who are innocent. Well, this is a movie that now is at the forefront. It's on everyone's top ten list of much must watch films. And after getting overlooked last year, which was was up was upsetting, I actually got to see an advanced showing of the film and I thought, this is an amazing film last pride November. And it touched me, I cried, I felt it all, and I didn't realize at the time how important it would become. So go see it. I watched it for a second time, and and it's on all the must-watch lists. So just on whatever streamer you use, or however you get your media, watch it, and let me know what you think. Write me, let me know what you think, because it's really powerful and really about what we're talking about, what what's going on right now. It's as relevant as it was 30 years ago, and it's relevant as it was 300 years ago. So watch the film Just Mercy. But another thing that I noticed that was beautiful is I was at my parents' social distancing for Father's Day, and something happened that I saw that was really cool because I wouldn't have seen this before the quarantine, and I'm trying to keep my eyes open more to things that are are different, that are positive in light of all the negativity and the sadness and the, the death and the destruction and the diff- all the different things that have happened throughout these last three or four months, which are the, you know the, arguably the craziest uh, three or four months definitely of my life on, on a so- social life, I don't know, name a word for it. I'm not coming up with the right one now. But what I saw, which was really cool, was two parrots, On my folks' plum tree in their backyard in Los Angeles. And I've never, I mean, growing up, I've never seen that before. Two parrots, like parrots, like you see, you know, at the zoo and stuff. I have never seen that in my entire life. Parrots in Los Angeles just hanging out on a plum tree. And I could only attribute it to the fact that pollution is way down the fact that people are driving less and using bikes more or walking and just staying at home and being more more in a solitude and a and and then marching and such but still marching not driving so it's really the pollution in LA is nothing it's like seems gone comparatively and there were these two parrots hanging out and I just thought, well, how beautiful. I get to actually see two parrots in Los Angeles in my folks' backyard. I know it seems trivial, but it also was was a neat thing. And my dad loves animals and birds. And we were just looking at it together. And it was a nice Father's Day moment to see this thing that six months ago would have never even existed. So i I uh, appreciated that. And... Then there's another thing that I just wanted to talk about because a lot has been, you know, the black lives matter movement and everything going on, which I'm about to get to what happened and what happened that really resonated with, with this show. So one thing that has come out that is just, I just want to bring attention to because in the last three or four years, and it goes with what we're about to talk about this, this came out recently, uh, from, and it was in the Jerusalem Post Who did a few articles About me in the past So I, I guess I like them Because of that too They were nice articles But it's this is not about me This is about about Jews And what The Anti-Defamation League The ADL They come out with their annual report, report about, about anti-Semitism And racism and such And 2019 was the, it looks like, fifth straight year where where anti-Semitism toward Jews has gone up, and it's now at an all-time high. Uh, It went up 56% from 2018 to 2019. 56% from 2018 to 2019. Think about that. Anti-Semitic instances, incidences, which was, and there it was preceded by a giant rise the year before that. It was jaw-dropping, and also I didn't, unfortunately, expect anything less based on some of the rhetoric and what what's been going on in our country, and with some of the leadership in our country over these, over these last years and I bring it up because then something happened to me directly I've had many and and doing some public public things and being in the in the public eye with some of my work films and such and being on TV promoting people coming together and promoting Jews and Christians and people of all religions coming together I've gotten hate my sent my way before we've gotten hate calls to the office i've gotten hate on social media i've gotten written hate you you," i've been told you name the name i've been told it we uh i I told i talked in the last episode about having a swastika put on my locker in uh, high school so i'm not not used to it but I also, yesterday, my social media got hacked. Seemingly by someone of the white supremacist, Russian troll, whatever you want to call different names for what's going on right now that is rising. I got hacked. Messages got sent to all my followers at, my, at the Aaron Wolf Instagram. And I had to go on and say I got hacked. The message was not from me. Please ignore it. And then I fixed my account with Instagram and and it went back to normal. But it just was like, wow, I, I read about this. And then again, this happened to me for some pretty obvious reasons, I think. And so I just want to make sure that as we continue to think about what we want for our country going forward, that it's important to accept all types of people. And as a Jew, I do not understand, as I've said before, what it's like to be black in America. I do understand what it's like to have hate directed toward me. And it's a terrible thing. And if you haven't done that, if you live in a bubble and you don't know what that's like, it's, it's not enjoyable. It doesn't hurt the core of who I am, but it's not a place and a, it's not a world I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of a world where we progress past this, where we accept each other's differences and we don't spew hate. So I just wanted to bring that up because reading the facts and then having the experiences, uh, I just felt I had to touch on because it it goes with what happened next and what I'll talk about next, which is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So we tried to predict what was going to happen in Tulsa. I thought— I was like, they're going to burn the place. I don't know. We were just kind of like saying, who knows what's going to happen? Because you really can't predict it. And then what happened was this combo of a lot of things, including the Korean pop fans, which I've talked a lot about with BTS and being a huge fan of theirs, even though I don't know their music well. And here again, I'll play a BTS song. This song's called Stay Gold. And it's all about staying gold. And if you don't know what their messages are about, they're all about loving yourself and spreading love to one another and accepting one another, which I do think is really cool for a pop band to have messages that are beyond just their their music. So what they did, what happened in in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was shocking to me, is the... Trump rally the make America great again rally they were saying a million people had signed up and it was going to be bigger than ever and he was going to have this giant rally and they were going against the recommendations of every health organization with uh you know he's been politicizing masks and such and I just think that's ridiculous to be honest health and science go above uh politics. And so all that was happening. And then this shocker happened where nobody showed up. They got under 6,200 people. They had to cancel their outdoor rally because there was no one there. And then they had their indoor rally with a two-thirds empty stadium. And I was could not have predicted that when they had predicted that a million people signed up for it. So where did this million people come from? It came from BTS fans and K-pop fans in part because they went on TikTok and went on their different fan sites and said, everyone go sign up and don't show up because the messages that all these kids and fans of, of BTS and other K-pop groups, this, the rhetoric that a lot of what Trump speeches are about goes totally against what they're about. And it, it gave me an added hope both for the future of our country, the future of our world, and that the the youth, the youngest generation, people, kids who are 15, 16, 14, 13, are standing up for loving oneself and loving thy neighbor and not promoting hate speech and promoting just self selfish rhetoric. Uh, there's a... One of the members of b t s here's a quote from him, his name is r m he says b t s has become artists performing in those huge stadiums and selling millions of albums, but I am still an ordinary twenty four year old guy Maybe I made mistakes yesterday, but yesterday's me is still me, and today I am who I am with all my faults and all my mistakes and I think being able to say something like that as a twenty four year old dude is it really says a lot while also saying, "Love thyself, love thy neighbor." and promote positivity and hope, which is what they do since they're all about self-love. And they they did it. They crushed this and made it so that this rally, which was really about hate and about just like not, about divisiveness and not unity and all this stuff that these, these rallies have stood for, progressively it seems more and more about just the wrong things is is beautiful. Other reasons that people didn't show up are because people actually care about their health and don't want to be surrounded by people who are like anti-mask. And so that's another reason. Another reason people didn't show up is because maybe some of this rhetoric at these rallies is getting old. I I joked about about the band Creed last week and how I kind of think they're not terrible, and I feel guilty about that. But then I thought, I kind of compare these rallies to a band who has an album or two that are hits, and they grow in popularity, and then people start to get sick of them because they don't evolve or change. So they become popular only for a number of years, and that's it. And maybe, just maybe, these rallies that promote this divisiveness and this, like, us versus them Instead of unifying, I mean, in this ra- in the rally speech that Trump gave, he didn't once mention George Floyd or the social issues going on in our country. It was all about him. And that's just not progress. I don't I mean, you can be conservative, you can be liberal. that's why we always talk about the logic party and why I love how BTS, And the K-pop movement is definitely part of the logic party because all their messages are based on logic. It's not conservative. It's not liberal. It's logical. And how can we be logical in our society in ways we have never been before? And to me, that's what this is about. I'm going to read to you a couple of, of, of quotes about what was said at this rally because here were some of the things that were focused on in the rally that that Trump did. He talked about criticizing the removal of Confederate monuments. Con- the Confederate monuments stand for people who are fighting against really what the country was pro- trying to progress with. They're, they're standing for slavery. And so removing these monuments to me is, is a no-brainer. We don't want our country to have monuments that stand for things that we don't want in this country anymore. We don't want the African-American community to be marginalized. He also was doing racist rhetoric, calling it the Kung flu, the coronavirus, in reference to China. And, and again, this is just not, that's not leadership. That's just racist slurs, racial slurs. And then, and he was also saying this thing about if they test less, then the numbers of COVID-19 will go down. And I'm just thinking, what in the world? Like, this is what you're talking about. You're politicizing this by saying, "Yeah, if you test less, the numbers will go down." Because there's no test. I mean, it's just stupid. It's to be honest, just straight stupidity. And so I, I looked into. I wanted to just share a little bit of of, a, of, a, of a, the transcript just to show what this what this was about. So besides all those topics. And some of the racist kind of slandering rhetoric that he put and calling people names and doing all the stuff that he does that I just, I don't get, I don't get how that's leadership. He also went on a a rant about about drinking water and how that's why he needed two hands to drink water. So here's a quote from the President of the United States, and it's just, This is what he said in the speech. But they said to me before the speech, Sir, would you like to salute each cadet, each single cadet? Or maybe there'll be groups of two. Would you like to salute like this, like this? Almost 600 times. You know what that is? 600 times? Thank God there were twos. Because let me tell you, you do that 600 times and you go home and say it's like a workout without a weight, right? 600 times. So I did that. that. Then the incredible helicopters, brand new gorgeous helicopters, the Apaches and the other new ones that we just bought. What in the world is he? Is, what is this? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then he kept going and going and going. And then he talks about the handrail. He says, "This was my steel ramp, and you saw it because everyone saw it. This was a steel ramp; it had no handrail. It's like an ice skating rink." And I said, "General, I have a problem." And it goes on and on and on. And then he wrote, "I'm being baked." I, he not wrote; he said, "He said, I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake." I said, "General, there's no way I can make it down the ramp without falling on my ass, General. I have no railing." Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. So these are direct quotes from this speech, and again, whether you're conservative, I watched a conservative uh, a conservative man named John Bolton uh, on TV, and he said how this this man is not fit for leadership and such. And you you can think what you want about him and stuff. I'm just saying that what I what I felt is is a lot of hope that. P, the kids and people in the BTS movement and army and people in general just said you know we're not going to show up to this nonsense this is not this is not healthy this is not worth our time the BTS army said no people who are worried about getting sick said no people who are sick of this rhetoric and rambling nonsense and me 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 type of leadership said no And to me, that's hope. That's loving yourself, as the BTS uh, army says all the time. And that's about loving one another, is saying no to this stupidity. And that might just be the beginning of the end of this band that was popular for a few years, but people are starting to realize, you know what? I'm kind of sick of that band now. I'm kind of done with it. I'm kind of done with this MAGA Band and I'm ready for a new band. And that to me is hope. And that is not what we expected at all whatsoever. And I thank the the BTS army and the K-pop movement and the TikTok people and the people who were concerned for their safety and everyone for saying enough is enough. This is should be the end of this these types of hateful rallies and so to because again he never even talked about George Floyd he never talked about the social issues going on in the country he talked about ramps and cups of water and how he was innocent of whatever it was that he was worried would be the views of him by people and I'll leave you with with this There was a cool change that happened in a place that you would not expect after something terrible. A man named Bubba Wallace, a NASCAR driver for the sport, he found a noose in his garage like for lynching, which is terrible. I don't want to get into more than that. That's all you need to know. He's a black man. And the... NASCAR drivers, the fellow drivers went onto the road, the, cor- the course the, where the race was being held and they went and they took his car and they pushed it all of them they pushed it all the way to the front in solidarity for this man and I know Some of these people are conservative, some of them are liberal, some of them are whatever they might be with their politics, but they stood by this man and they pushed that car to the front of the line to say, we stand in solidarity against racism and against what happened to you. And to me, that's hope fulfilled. And that shows that we are on the path to a better tomorrow. So thank you again. I you can follow me again because I'm unhacked at the Aaron Wolf on social media. And the we're the hopeless show, Aaron and Rohit's hopeless show. And thank you for, for listening and watching. And until next time, let's keep moving forward. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't think anymore. That glimmer of hope, a light shine through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Roe get woe It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Roe get wo